field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there, Bears fans. Well, you go. Well, I tell you, we're we're one day closer to DR Day. DR Day stands for Day of Reckoning. And the fact that we just... Are we... I'm really hoping we are. Are we? Well, go ahead and I well, just here's wanna, my, no. I just want to jump right into it. I get your day of reckoning, but is there day of reckoning after that bullshit article you sent me? Well, I think for Nagy there there is. For Ryan Pace, there might not be a day of reckoning. But for Nagy, I think the day of reckoning is coming um, sooner than later. It's it's going to be the last after the last game of the season. Obviously, the Bears are not going to do anything. Historically, they haven't done anything during the season. Um, but, you know, here's the deal. Everyone knows that Nagy is ruining Justin Fields. I mean, it's... But let's elaborate. Let's yeah. talk about the article and what the yeah. article said. We need to add context. Go, go ahead. Well, you go ahead. Yeah. You sent the article. Yeah, that's that's I, me I think the, setting you up. Yeah, I, I I'm think... Trying to, you, you sent the article, trying to give you credit. Yep. I... I I believe the article, I, I don't remember it all right now, but I believe the article stressed that Pace um, had has friends in the organization that even if he were to leave, um, that he they're looking at another job for him potentially within the organization. Okay, so the article came from the Bears Wire, and basically what it said is that Ryan Pace, if he that he's liked so much within the organization, that if he actually were to lose his job, he would lose his job and probably get promoted to some more of a role as Ted Thompson. So that's that's what that was. Yeah. So so basically, he would he has the potential of staying within the organization and and taking on some other role. At what level we don't know. I don't know if it would be a promotion. I think it might be a demotion. How is it? How is it not? You explain to me right now. How he did not fail up. You explain to me right now how that's not a promotion. A, I, I think a promotion is moving up in an organization and a demotion is moving down. I think well, what's, he's not. What, what's lower than G, what, what, what's lower than GM? Well, I mean, he might, he might um, go down to player personnel. He might he's go down gonna to. He's not going to go to player personnel. I'm I'm just saying I I think there are many jobs you, within an organization. You're, you're and, telling me right now that he would go down and take a demotion. I I, I don't know. He might. Yes, he might. Did you read the article? I'm starting to think you did not read the article. Yeah, you sent me. yeah, I read the article. So you need to scoot your cord up so he stops tripping over it. 
No, you need to grab your cord and scoot it, pull it in like that. Sorry, dog problems again. No, but, like, he's not going to go down and... Why would he... Okay, you explain to me right now, because in the article they talked about us having... Promoting... Um, oh, God, what's his face? Um, Hold on, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Champ Kelly. Right? Mm-hmm. He, and he's the uh, assistant director of player personnel. Why would Kelly take his job... Why would they flip? That's a demotion. No one's going to do that. Why would he do that? Why know. Why would you put a player, a guy who, like, I, I, I'm not picking on you. I don't understand where your head's at. I, uh, listen, I'm quoting the article. I, I don't want Pace to have, I want to be clear. No, I don't want you, Pace to have any job within our organization at all. No, you. but you said, when we started this podcast, you said, you said, I don't think it's a demotion. And I go, how is it not a demotion? When you take a if you were to take a position lower than the GM position, in my view, it would be a demotion. And there are a lot of there's there's only one position higher than GM, vice president, right? And then the other one is owner. That's not really a position when you own the team. So, so anything that's, that's, you're going to be taking would automatically be a demotion if you took it. But he's not going to take it. Do you yes. see what I'm saying? Yes. The way I read, I think we misunderstood. We we read the article in totally two different eyes. I took it as Ted Thompson out, Ryan Pace moves up. Oh, I didn't take it at all like that. Because I, why would you go down? It, if anything we have learned in the NFL is that you can fail upward you can definitely fail up he is fucking failing up and it's pathetic it's disgraceful and i'm gonna go ahead and say it fuck the mccaskies i am to my last wits end with these people it's not just us anymore we have been saying this for five six weeks now Every other podcast is now saying the same thing that's not a Bears-related podcast. That this starts at the top. That change needs to happen all around. They are getting attacked from all angles. What better way to do this than to sacrifice Ted Phillips? What a worse look is to promote. That would be a promotion. That would be a promotion. That would be absolutely catastrophic. You're right. We did read that very, very. We read the same article, and we had two different, very different interpretations. The point I'm getting at that. with the NFL and failing up is, if you're a GM, why would you go not? Why wouldn't you go be? This is not head coaching. This isn't a head coach going back down to being a defensive coordinator. This is a front office going. Yeah, I failed there. I can just go somewhere else and be a GM somewhere else. Someone else will hire him as a GM. Why would he take a? demotion right away before he would go test the waters to be a GM somewhere else. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, I see. That's why I hadn't even looked at it with that lens. Quite honestly, I was looking at it as, you know what? Pace is not going to be in his job. The McCaskies really love him. They're going to give him some other kind of job. And I didn't think that job was a, a you, job going up. Did you know what Ted Phillips did before this? No. He's a fucking accountant. They hired their friend, the accountant, to help run a team. 
this how did we I don't understand where we're at. I don't understand how you have someone like George Harris, Hallis, sorry, Harris, George Hallis, so passionate in what he is, what he does, and what he brought to the table to turn it into this. Yeah, it's he it's, was a player slash coach slash owner at one time, and now you have turned it into the laughing livestock of the NFL. They are. Let me get this very clear, people. We are in the rungs with the bottom people right now. 85 was a long time ago. In the 90s, it didn't seem too long. In the early 2000s, it was like, well, that was a while ago. And then in the 2010 through 2021, it was like, in the early teens of the 2000s, it was like, yeah, that's been a while. And but, 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 but don't forget, don't fucking forget, we held these people off by going to a Super Bowl in 2006. This is so pathetic. That our standards for the Bears are, hey, get into the playoffs and fail? Good enough for us. Break. Yeah. It, it's... Listen, this entire organization stinks from the head down, just like a fish. And the entire organization needs to be restructured in such a way that you use football common sense and you have people who are trained in the profession of football to help lead the organization right now it lacks two things it lacks leadership and it lacks passion where you, you you can't buy those things you cannot buy leadership leadership is earned leadership is through experience and you cannot purchase passion being passionate about winning being passionate about people you cannot purchase that that has to come from the people that are around you. That has to come from building a culture. And face it, you guys, we have a losing culture. They they flashed a little stat in the game, and it just, my heart knew it. And it's just like, we, we are last in the red zone. Last out of all 32 well, we'll talk, teams. We'll talk about the yeah. game in a second. This is not Man. what I want to get into right okay. now. I want to get into this. I want to stay here. This is what I want to talk about. You talk about passion, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I completely agree. I do not want to get into the game. We will fucking get into that in a second. I am pissed off. And let me tell you why I'm pissed off. Because everything you said is the truth. I think that personally, these fucking lazy asses are going off the fact that, yes, we sell out pretty much every home game. Yes, we're there all the time. Yes, we're in full of voice. And by we... The fans. fans, we are so passionate, but it's time to turn that passionate around fans and point it to that owner box for the first time since I have ever been a fan for the first time. I, this makes me sick to my stomach, but it, I, I was glad to see it. Fans wearing the Browns. Remember when the Browns did this? They wore paper bags saying, sell the team. Now Chicago is there. We are officially there. How the hell did we get here? And I'll tell you how, because you already hit it on the fucking head. Passion, leadership, lack of both. I'm fired up. Now let's talk about the game. Let's get to the positives of the game. And I'm going to make the positives kind of short, and I apologize because, again, I don't want this to be a negative podcast, 
and I know the easy route is t- being the negative guy, and I'm, I'm sorry, but that's just what this has to be. Because there is no positive outcome that comes from this. Like, Nagy's already gone. Pace should be gone. We don't have a draft pick till 2024? In the first round? Let's talk. Let's talk football now. Defensively amazing. Yeah, I mean, we have no quit in us defensively. The, we, we had no secondary at all. No. Uh, um, everyone was the second stringer. Hey, some of those second stringers play pretty damn well, Ty. Well, let's not jump the gun. I'm going to tell you right there, hold your horse. I'm not going to judge them. I think they played okay. I think they played good. It's Kirk Cousins. It's prime time. Kirk Cousins sucks. Should have torched us. He couldn't even throw 90 yards against us. That's pathetic. Just going to throw that out there. I mean, again, sorry with the negativity, but I'm going to call a duck a duck. Yeah, Our defensive line was getting after him pretty damn bad. That's not what I talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, we would see, you do this to me. You do this to me. You switch it. Like, you act like I'm talking about the defensive line. We're talking about the DVs, and then you switch it to the defensive line. Let me make something very clear. The DBs played okay. Again, Kirk Cousins, prime time. Hopefully we get our guys back from COVID and we can go from there. Defensive line played amazing. Played out of this world. I'm not criticizing them at all. It was great to have uh, Akeem Hicks back. He makes a world of difference being in there. Quinn has been pretty much amazing. Linebacker play with... Um, uh, Roquan has 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 been great. Also, um, you know it it was a it was a really good defensive effort, and it was fun to watch that defensive effort. Uh, but yeah, I know we'll get to the other side of the ball later after we go through all of the defense. But um, well, yeah, let's it, get you're yeah. you're you're missing the big point. You're missing the storyline in all this, and the storyline in all of this is Robert Quinn. That's the bottom line is the storyline. He's going out now to try to break Richard Dent's 17 and a 17 and a half sack record. Uh, in my opinion, uh, it'd be it'd mean more if he did it, uh, you know, with 17 games instead of 18. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, I fear for this. Um, think Robert Quinn. I'm just going to say this. I have no proof of this, but I talked about this often. I feel like the PDs might show up soon. Um, the, 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 and the reason I say that is because of his track record. I mean, how do you do, do so bad one year? You do so great the next year. You do so bad one year. You do so great the next year. You land a big contract. Oh, suspended. That's what has me worried. Okay. I don't know that for a fact. So let's just enjoy it while we have it. He's doing all this without Khalil Mack on the other side. But again, the big factor is, a guy who is not letting up, who needs to be re-signed, even if it's only for a couple of years, in my opinion, is Hakeem Hicks. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He he makes such a difference in that middle. I mean, just not only his pass rush, but l- look at how he played against the run also. I mean, he he's, he's amazing both in pass rush, in run defense. He holds his ground. He not only holds his ground, he takes the ground. I mean, he, he is just an overall great defensive lineman. And, you know, that's all there is to it. Uh, I wish we had a whole team of, of him. 
I really do. But we, we don't. And uh, and Quinn's playing out of his mind. I hope it's not PEDs, as, as you mentioned. It's the track record. But though. it is the track record. I get that. Um, I, I thought our linebackers played good. Roquan's been just also absolutely amazing this year. He's a hundred. I think he's had 106 solo tackles this year, fifth in the NFL. Um, I'm not but so sure at, that's a great stat. But look at the team. Um, Let, let's just rewind. Yeah. Look at the teams that Richard Dent played for. This is what breaks my heart. As, as every single time they flash that stat, that he might break the record. Look at the teams he played for. Look at the teams that Robert Quinn's playing for. And it's this is no knock on Robert Quinn at all. It's a knock on the organization again because, again, you have a guy who's going to break a single-season sack record, and we only have two more wins. Two more wins now than the Detroit Lions, the worst team in the league. We continue not to fire our head coaches during season. I mean, this is a laughing stock, dude. We have a team. You have a solid defense. You have a defense that has started off not so good and has gotten better. We are a good defense. We are a playoff defense. Guess where that playoff defense is going? It's going fucking nowhere. Yeah. Again. Yeah, we'll be watching the playoffs from home. That's guaranteed. No. But you don't have anything else to add on to that? Like, like you don't feel that frustration, oh, too? Oh, of course I feel that frustration. Absolutely. I mean, that that frustration was there the third week of the season when when we all do you, started to... Okay, but do you feel bad? Because I feel bad. Yeah, because it's absolutely like, I do. But, but you didn't let me finish. I feel bad because I can't celebrate Robert Quinn. Because I feel like, hey, Robert, congrats. It's hard when you break a record like that when a team is so bad. Yeah. If if he broke that record going into the playoffs, do you know how much steam and momentum we would have? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think your point is well taken. I mean, you know, if this was if let's reverse the, let's reverse the wins and losses here. And if we reverse those, it would be amazing. This would be a front page story. It would be on you know, NFL Network, ESPN would be running um, how many sacks he was getting and how he was breaking about ready to break Dent's record and what a great accomplishment it was. And now, unfortunately, I feel the same as you. It's it's a back story, right? It's on page 10 of a 10-page paper. It, it's, you know, in very small font. Um, and it's a side it's a side story. It's not the main story, and it could could have been that, but it isn't. The yeah. year that could have been. Yeah, and that's that's what I was trying to say. Like, I, I didn't want to cut you off, but I was like, well, hold on, let me finish, because I, I know that I was trying to tell you I'm, that's why I'm fa- – and I feel guilty, like, oh, yeah, because that is a big accomplishment. It hasn't been done since Hall of Famer Richard Dent. The problem is, like I said, like, ugh. All right, I mean, look, I know that's – this is hard, man. Let's just I'm just gonna be honest. Every week I come into this goddamn podcast and I, I, I get pissed because it's the same shit and I don't know how to liven it up and I'm trying. But god damn this is frustrating. Today I'm just had it. Like today I'm in a mood of fuck you, Chicago. Why isn't why aren't why isn't the house clean? Wait what what is he gonna prove in three games? Nothing. 
What does three games matter? If you go on a three-game winning streak, are you a badass? If you start off your coaching career 3-0, and no, you're not. No one cares. No one gives a damn. Why do we give so much leniency? We've talked about that. I don't want to talk about that. On to the next. Let's get more frustrated. God, Matt Nagy fucking sucks. Yeah, he does. Can't even get a touchdown. I know the whole Mooney thing in the end zone. Yes, his shin was down. I get that. That probably should have happened. It doesn't matter at this no. point. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter at this point. It's it, it, Like you said, Ty, it's water under the bridge at this point. I mean, we all know that nothing's going to happen. I mean, this... It's, it goes back to what I talked about. There's no leadership and there's no passion. If there was a little bit of leadership and a, even a little bit of passion, you would say right now, you know what? We're going to get ahead of the game. Nagy, you're gone today. We are going to start our search yeah, ASAP. But uh, we've, we've talked about that. Let's focus on the offense. Again, what goes wrong? What's happening? That's what well, I'm here's trying to what, talk about. Here's, what, here's what's going wrong as far as I'm concerned with the offense is there. Listen. As a freshman quarterback going into rookie year, going into the NFL, you need a lot better coaching than what's been provided to Justin Fields. You can tell this kid is almost on his own trying to figure it out. There's no sense of, oh, hey, you know what? He's been coached in situational football because you see, and it's not just because he's a rookie either, gang. It really isn't just because he's a rookie. Yes, he's made rookie mistakes, but you can tell that he is not being coached. And that that frustrates the heck out of me. Because you know what? If if you're not coaching a young man with his kind of talent, that tells me you've already given up. And that's I mean, what it looks like to I mean, me. I mean, you get one. I mean, you look at the score, and I know we went for two or whatever, but like... It, it, I don't. Did we go for two? I didn't even see the end of the game. I'm not gonna lie. I went to bed. I did too, man. I, I and and we're we're diehard Bears fans, and we. Well, went, it's hard. You, you know, it's hard when you're, yeah. you're playing a meaningless game. You watch three quarters of it, and you're like, "Well, this is going." No, I'm not like I at least get another hour and a half of sleep, other than you know, saying, "Oh yeah, I staved up, save up, uh, staved up, say." I can't fucking talk. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> Stayed up to watch a seventeen to nine game. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like, I mean, we can talk about yeah. other stuff too. Yeah. Uh, Kendricks uh, ejected after his hit on Justin Field. Pretty sure everyone agrees that that should have happened. Oh, absolutely. That, that was, was a, a low hit. Low, he was way low, very dirty. As far as the offense goes, same shit, different day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we went I, on the I, same page I again. Don't, I don't know what we have to do in order to... I mean, I, I don't know what... What good does it do keeping Matt Nagy? I mean, if anything, you would want to fire him so maybe we could get, like, you know, a boost a boost from the coaches. Yeah, I. that's, that's where I'm at. You got to readjust your mic. I'm sorry. He knocked it over. All right. There we go. That's that's where I'm at, Tyler. Is 
we've got to do something different. And the, I think that's where we're both feeling frustrated. Because it's the same thing, yeah. dude. Yeah. Slow offense, non-methodical. No, no, the the route running is piss poor. Everything's piss, and it's not the route running. I take that back. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's the design. Yeah, it's the exactly. play design. I think it's the structure. I agree. I, it's it's not. It's the structure that we're working under, and stuff that should. Let's face it. I, I'm also, I'm so tongue tied because stuff should not be happening in um, this time of year. I mean, we're having. People, I mean, I don't know if it's the quarterback or the route running or the structure, but people are, uh, we're missing people by a, a mile. I mean, it's just, we look like we're in our first week, our second week of the season. You shouldn't look that way at week 15. No, we, we don't even look like that. We The best way I can describe it is these games look worse than preseason games, and this is his fourth year of coaching. Yeah, but, and I, I, think it, I, I think it's all the more reason that the day of reckoning should should be should be right now should be today. Well, I mean, and look at it. Well, I've had this conversation with people saying that Justin Fields isn't that good. Yes, he fumbles. I mean, that's a negative. He needs to learn to tuck that ball away, and I think he knows that too. He needs to learn how to slide and not stay in the seated position when he slides. Mm, I disagree. Uh, when a quarterback goes down, he goes down. Mm-hmm. What? What? You? You elaborate? Yeah, I. I I think I think you don't stay in the seated position. You try to lay flat as you slide. Disagree, because if you watch baseball, that's how they slide. You, why would you slide with on your back? Um, just just to not get the the kind of hits that he he's taken. Well, who's that on? It's not on field. Yeah, I know, but but those kind of hits can end your career too. But what you're saying makes absolutely no sense. I'm saying he should slide lower to the ground. You're saying, well, how can you slide flat? No one slides flat unless they're sliding head first. You can start in the sliding in the sitting position, but then lay down quickly. I don't like that because then what happens when the player lands down on your head and now you have a concussion? Here's a thought. Maybe follow the fucking rules. And the rules are when the quarterback's going down, you can't touch him. Like, I'm being dead serious. I... I get where you're coming from, but I don't think that you understand he could actually get hurt more by doing that. Like, it's not on him that the players are coming in hot on him. That's not on him. I think, personally, he's been doing an excellent job of sliding and getting down when he needs to. I don't think you can sit here and critique someone for not sliding the way you want him to slide. Because he does slide good. In my opinion, he slides very good. I don't think you can lay flat on a on a slide. I don't think that... I mean, I, I don't understand that. So this all started with, you know, what's the positive and negatives with Justin Fields and the coaching element, right? That's where this conversation started. Kind of kind of what's going well with Justin Fields, what's he doing well, and, and, and is Nagy... You know, that's the big question for me, right? Is Nagy hurting him, you know? But again, you're you're not looking at it at the right perspective. The rule is once the quarterback starts to slide, you can't touch him. So you're saying, well, he's getting hit. That's not on him, though, Dad. If you do everything, okay, example. If you get hit late, is that on him? If no. he gets a roughing the passer, so then why is it on him yeah. for sliding? Yeah, I... That, I think that's, I'm, that's my I think only. I'm try, I think I'm trying to take us to the the overall picture, and that is, 
I, I think when you look at Justin Fields, there's some things that he's done as a rookie that are rookie-like. And I, I think there are some things that are really strong that he's done that are strongly related to coaching and the structure that can't be blamed on Justin Fields. Okay. I understand that. I get where you're coming from. But with all due respect, that has nothing to do with either category, either two you just placed, because he's literally doing the fundamentals of football and he's getting hit and it's being flagged. That's not on him. Those are called cheap shots. That's my only thing. That that I just want to get that because I don't I, I know what you're saying, but if a quarterback like, why would you have to tell a quarterback, hey, when you slide, I know everyone else is doing it this way, but people are taking cheap shots at you, so I'm going to need you to lay flat. Like, I'm just – because I'm telling you, if I'm thinking it, a bunch of people on the other side listening to this are screaming, like, why would he do that? That makes no sense. That's just my opinion. I, I Look, as far as fumbling, he needs to hold on to the ball better. He knows that. He was holding the ball – but on the sideline, but like it, this is what it boils down to piss poor coaching. A lot of people want to blame Justin Fields for when he pump faked on the screen and then he fumbled and got the ball back. That is not his fault. That is a 50 50 share. That is half his fault. That is half the coaching. As a coach, if you're a rookie, you need to relay the message, throw it at their feet. He, that is not intentional grounding. Even though you're in the pocket, he is the receiver in the facility. Should Justin Fields know that? Yes. That's why it's 50-50, though. It has to be taught. There are no fundamentals being taught with this team. It is clear and it is evident by the performance and by the scoring and by everything you see on the field. It is not being taught at all. Yeah, I think you said that very well. Uh, I. I think that's really, really clear. And, you know, we continue to see, but it's not just Justin Fields, even the offensive line. I mean, you know, people, the announcers kept saying, well, Jenkins is new. He's, you know, he's a rookie. <laughs> it's you know, always the same fucking story. Yeah. They're yeah. new. I mean, they're, they're hurt. Hurt. They're, they're hurt. this. Yeah. I mean, you know, we got more excuses than Carter has liver pills. I mean, but it's not you know, us. That's, yeah. not, that's the problem, though. The, 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 the announcers are pointing out. The excuses. They're not doing their damn job by saying, hey, let's talk about the guy who can't hit a draft pick. They're slowly start to do it, but you'll never see it because it's the propaganda that is the NFL. And that's why we're fucking here, because we have an outlet. God, I'm mad today. I know I'm coming across mad, but I am I just I'm 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 just irate. I can't get my words out. I don't want to be doing this right now. Uh, full full transparency. I came on and I was mad. Then I thought about the Bears. I got even more mad. And that's where I am. So if you hear my tone and you're like, whoa, he's really on one. Like, why is he so mad about the Vikings? I'll tell you why. Because it's the same shit. I feel like it's fucking Groundhog's Day. And I've never felt like this with a Bears fan. Never. It's never been this bad. You know, 